Hey guys, it's Elrod with Blast from the Past. And today I am going to do a podcast on the fifth dimension. Stay tuned. Let's get started. The fifth dimension began in 1965 in Los Angeles, California. The band began as the Versatiles with Lamont Mick Lamore, Ron Townsend, and Bill Davis Jr. Marilyn McCoo was the first female singer to join the band, and then Florence LaRue joined shortly after. They were both former ex-beauty pageant winners who attended college in the LA area. Johnny Rivers noticed the group and signed on with them in 1966. He made them change their name and he made them change their image. So the group tossed around different names. Then Townsend said, how about the third dimension? The third dimension refers to depth. They expanded the idea and Townsend's wife said, what about the fourth dimension? The fourth dimension refers to time and the fifth dimension is about sound. So they said, let's do the fifth dimension and that represents time and sound. And that is how they came about their name. Their first Soul City single was I'll Be Loving You Forever and it was a huge flop. But the Mama and the Papa song, Go Where You Wanna Go, which was written by John Phillips, climbed to the top 20 when the Fifth Dimension recorded it. And here it is. This does not sound like the fifth dimension. It is so much more mamas and papa stuff. However, the fifth dimension made it popular. Okay, so that was one of their first songs that made it to the top 20. Then, songwriter Jimmy Webb. Remember Jimmy Webb? He wrote MacArthur's Park for Donna Summers. Anyway, he wrote the song Up, Up, and Away. And he wrote it for The Fifth Dimension in 1967. It was their breakthrough hit. It was their first top 10, peaking at number seven on the Billboard charts. And it went on to sweep the Grammy Awards. It also got record in song of the year. And here it is. Doesn't this just take you back? Takes me back to when I was a little girl. 
Okay, that song and a lot of their songs remind me of my mom and my Aunt Lydia. They listen to that album a lot. And so it reminds me of them. And they were classy ladies and still are. Their second and third albums didn't do so well. But in 1969, the group's success peaked when they caught a Broadway production, Hair and immediately decided to cut a melody of two songs from the show. Aquarius Let the Sunshine In. It became a huge, huge hit. It spent six weeks at number one. It sold three million copies and won the group its second Record of the Year Grammy. Their LP, The Age of Aquarius, went gold and nearly hit number one, and here it is. This song reminds me of my sister and I. We uh, did a um, pantomime to this song, like, you know, did a little dance in our living room. Remember, Gina? Who was beautiful, classy lady.
Okay, this is my favorite part. Oh yeah. Oh, here we go, baby. Oh, 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 oh. Let it shine. Their follow-up song was Wedding Bell Blues, and this song went to number one as well. This is probably my favorite song of theirs. It kind of mirrored their life at the time. I love you so.
such a great song. And actually, as I said, it kind of mirrored their life at the time because Billy Davis and Marilyn McCoo were married that year and Florence LaRue also married a group member, their manager, Mark Gordon. In 1970, Burt Bacharach, remember him? He wrote One Less Bell to Answer and that song became an instant hit. In 1972, McCoo emerged as the focal point of the group, and she sang lead on Last Night I Didn't Get to Sleep at All. Another great song. Remember? You remember it. Washed away the dark. 
Harry. awesome song. She also sang lead on If I Could Reach You. songs were the group's last two major success songs. And in 1975, Burt Baccarat wrote them another song, Living Together, Growing Together, which barely made the top 40. And we'll listen to it now. After this song, they really didn't have any more songs. So 70s, right? <laughs> um, McCoo and Davis left the group after that, and as you, most of you who are my age know, that McCoo served as a host for Solid Gold for a while, and as of 2019, McCoo and Davis celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary. 
it's so cool. They are still together. And I know that um, after the band broke up, Marilyn McCoo did, um, she went back to her faith as a Christian and lived out her faith. Uh, some other fun facts are that the group started out as singing just for fun. They were a bunch of friends singing and having fun. And from the moment the band formed, Marilyn and Billy Davis formed a strong friendship instantly. They became fast friends and their love grew as time went on. In 1976, Marilyn had the hit, You Don't Have to Be a Star, and we will end with that. And actually, Billy Davis Jr. sings it too. This is a great song. I love it. It went straight to number one. They're still married. you enjoyed my podcast on the fifth dimension what an incredibly talented group of people and Elrod is signing off hey guys I'm going to do another one hit wonder and this song is dedicated to my husband we both like this song and I remember when I was in middle school, it was a hit. And I used to dream about that person that I'd be in love with forever. 
and Mary. And that is my husband, and he liked the same song. So this is for you, John. It's a great song. It really is a beautiful song. It was a romantic in ninth grade. Thinking about the man I would marry, and that is my husband, John. Twenty-eight years now. And the song is called Fallen by LeBlanc and Carr. Guys, here's another one hit wonder. I hope I didn't do this one already. My memory is getting so bad.
tambourine. you've guessed it's called my green tambourine by the lemon peppers thanks for listening guys elrod is signing off hey guys elrod again i feel like doing another one hit wonder Gallery. Elrod is signing off.